When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvazan and with Mike Molyneux. This week, so, okay, you know what? First week that we, we've had several days now to, to come to terms to, to comprehend what happened with Tom Brady. Tom Brady, 20 years, no longer the New England Patriots quarterback. He is off to Tampa Bay. So, <laughs> Naturally, now you have to look at the future options for this team. What are they going to do? Who are they going to get? Do they potentially have the successor sitting right here? Or are they going to go and make a move? So this was interesting this week from our friends, actually. BetOnline.ag, they made some waves. They made their betting favorite at one point when these lines first opened, which, you know, I kind of think they might have made this so people talked about this because it's already switched. But the favorite to be the Patriots quarterback in the 2021 season. So not this season, but next season. Week one, Deshaun Watson. So there's been a lot of turmoil. I guess not turmoil, but there have been some issues now down in Houston with Bill O'Brien trading away DeAndre Hopkins. There goes DeAndre. There goes Deshaun Watson's uh, number one target. So guys, looking at that, Deshaun Watson. If this is actually a possibility. Should the Patriots, remember, this is 2021 we're talking about, not this upcoming season. Should the Patriots aim to go after Deshaun Watson for next season? Or should they look to find their successor to Tom Brady right now in, let's talk potentially, let's look at Jarrett Stidham to be that potential successor. Or again, should they be aiming to go get Deshaun Watson by the start of next season? Marv, what do you think? What should they do? Listen, Deshaun Watson's about to be in a situation that Tom Brady has been in several times. No weapons. Like, what what are we talking about? Kiki Cutie and uh, Will Fuller? Two guys who can't stay on the field at all? The talented just can't stay on the field, and they're not going to win you many games offensively. That's what Deshaun Watson's about to go through so far. And as you can see with Tom Brady, he wasn't too happy about it. So if there is a chance, an opening that, Deshaun Watson could become available. Patriots, of course, you have to do whatever you can to go get him. But that does not mean you limit what you're doing this year. You still go see what you have with a Jared Stidham. You still try to develop him with the chances of you might not get a Deshaun Watson, who is a top five quarterback in this league. He's just as talented as Lamar Miller and Patrick Mahomes. Just that. So I feel like you need Lamar to... Jackson. What did I say? Miller? My fault. Lamar Lamar Jackson. My fault. My fault. I'm thinking of the Texans. <laughs> Lamar Jackson and um and Patrick Mahomes. So you still develop your quarterbacks here. You Jerry Stidham, you draft another quarterback, obviously, in this upcoming draft, and you have Hoyer Stidham in you this. Yeah, Brian Hoyer, baby. <laughs> with Hoyer Stidham and whatever phantom quarterback you get from the draft to, you know, battle it out. It makes no sense to bring in Brian Hoyer. Or does it make sense to have Brian Hoyer start? It does nothing for your team. Even if you win 10 games, how how are you developing the next quarterback? So I don't think Brian Hoyer should touch the field at all, in my opinion. There's also the other option now of a Cam Newton 
coming in on this team. Even if you still are trying to get Deshaun Watson, why would it hurt to bring Cam Newton here for a one-year deal, pay him in the teens once he gets released from the Panthers, and see what you have with him as well? I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't try to put that out there, especially if you're still trying to combat for a title run. So would you rather, even just even the way that it's comprised right now, would you rather give Cam Newton a shot at the starting job over Jared Stidham? Yes. Yes, I definitely have put – I'll get – wow, I'm stuttering. It'd be a one-year deal, though. Cam Newton, one-year yeah. deal, and see what you can you can do with him. Okay. All right. Mike, what do you think? And also, guys, so in the intro, I mentioned how they've already switched – out the odds the odds now are to have Jarrett Stidham be the 2021 starting quarterback in week one that's set at plus 350 and then number two is Deshaun Watson uh number three is actually Trevor Lawrence which I would love to see Trevor Lawrence here but Deshaun Watson that is a spicy option Mike what do you think should the Patriots aim to get Deshaun Watson next season or should they aim to get their successor plan get get him ready right now in Jarrett Stidham or Marv just gave out Cam Newton or somebody else outside the organization? So I believe, you know, the Patriots have one major option in mind. One major option that they're probably going to roll with. And honestly, I hear everything that Marv said. Deshaun Watson, if that's a possibility, absolutely. Cam Newton, if you could bring him here for a year, and this is a guy who's trying to, you know, show the league that he still has a lot left in the tank, absolutely, I'm with it 100%. But I firmly believe the Patriots... You know, kind of got to kind of go two pathways here. Either Jared Stidham is going to be the guy to take this team into the future, or they're looking at potential, you know, players in this upcoming draft or possibly next year to to be the, the face of the franchise at the quarterback position. I firmly believe that, you know, and I've had this conversation with people, you know, over the last week or so that. While Belichick is here and he's an older coach and he might not want to sit around and wait for a young guy to develop and turn into something, you know, over, over the next couple of years. Uh, this team, and I think many of us have the idea that it's groomed for Josh McDaniels to take over, which means the same Patriot way, the system, it's probably going to be the same whether Belichick's the coach or not. So I firmly believe that whether it's Stidham or they draft somebody else, the Patriots want to go a route where they're de developing a quarterback that they draft uh, as their future guy. They don't want to t possibly take a chance of somebody coming from another system. They want to mold somebody on their own in the Patriot way to lead this franchise. Again, whether that's Stidham, whether that's somebody else they draft, you know, I'm not too sure. But I don't see them really necessarily taking a chance on bringing another guy over from another team and hopefully having him try to conform to the Patriot way. I think they'd rather build their own guy up from the ground up, whether that's Stidham again or somebody from the draft. Yeah, but see, I think that if you if you had the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson, I think Deshaun Watson would be a guy who could come over and conform into the Patriots' way. The guy is that's... so talented, guys. I hear that. The guy is so talented. If you could get him into a Patriots uniform, I mean, unless you have to trade the entire team, I don't mind. I, I think you should make that move. If, if, if it's a big move, if there are a lot of trade pieces that have to go, including some, some draft capital, you then I say you go for it. You but it. my question here is, though, let's say you roll out with Jared Stidham this year, which I think in the end, I think the Patriots are going to end up doing that for the, at least this season. I think Jared Stidham is the guy. Yeah. 
and, and this is more, this is expected, but the second that Brady walked out the door, you start seeing people pump up Jared Stidham. Well, you know, a lot of people don't think Jared Stidham's that good. But then if you look at this video, you look at this clip, you look at this intangible, people talk about people are talking Jared Stidham up. Let's say Jared Stidham has a good year, a really good year. Let's answer this question. And it looks like he could be a franchise quarterback. Deshaun Watson's only entering his age 25 season this year. Would you, because next year's a club option, let's say the Texans pick up the club option on Deshaun Watson. Jarrett Stidham has a really good season. Do you guys trade Jarrett Stidham straight up for Deshaun Watson? I mean, unless Jarrett Stidham is bringing you to the AFC Championship, I'm going all in for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson is a stud. He, he is. is. He's the future quarterback. He's a future star, face of the NFL potentially of this league. He is not just any good quarterback. This guy is nice. You bring in Deshaun Watson if you can bring him in here. For I, Jared Stidham, I, come on now. Come on now. I'm saying if he has a really good season, if you're like, damn, Jared Stidham, he could really be the next guy. I don't think Deshaun Watson. Because if anything, Josh McDaniels, who, again, I believe is a successor to Bill Belichick, is looking at it like, okay, I got my next young up-and-coming guy. And Josh McDaniels is a young guy himself. Have Jared Stidham paired with Josh McDaniels? He's probably telling himself, like, damn, let me have a combination like Brady Belichick, possibly with Stidham. I mean, that's probably unrealistic, but I'm sure... He could do that with Watson. We're just talking about next year. He, he could. He could. But I think... So if, Watson's younger than I thought. He's still only entering his age 25. 20, if 25. Next, that's young for a quarterback. If yeah. we Nick's analogy, why would they make that move? They know they got a decent player already in the Patriots system that they drafted personally in, in Jared Stidham. Why would they just move away from that? Watson is far more talented than Jared Stidham. Far and we, more talented. And we know that. And you don't, like, my biggest fear is if Jared Stidham has a good season next year and then they, they go all in with this guy. What if he turns into a guy like, like I mean, I, Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler put on a big season, then all of a sudden that guy stunk. Right, like that's that's what I'm worried about with Deshaun Watson. You know, this you know fit. that this guy's a, a, an elite quarterback. Hey, my guy's Cam Newton. That's all I can say. But you know, this can go in various different type of ways. To be honest with you, so we don't know. <laughs> Screw both <laughs> these guys. You guys are talking about Cam Newton <laughs> and Deshaun Watson's better than both of them. <laughs> no, you take Deshaun. You have to take Deshaun yeah. Watson. You have to. All right, guys, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvin Zahn and with. Mike Molyneux, our old friend, Seth Wickersham, ESPN, he's back, coming out with articles talking about the Bill Belichick, the Tom Brady relationship. Could this whole mess with Tom Brady have been avoided? So Tom Brady, I think we can all agree now that it's Brady was unhappy. Brady was not happy with the Patriots, at least these past couple of seasons. Overall, I'd say he's very happy. Six Super Bowls can do that for you. But Brady not happy over these last two seasons. So, based off of the Seth Wickersham piece, talking about Brady and his happiness with the Patriots, how did all of this go wrong? Guys, could this Brady situation have been avoided? And with that, I mean, that's that brings up the hypothetical with Tom Brady being back with the Patriots the next season, which we obviously know that's not going to happen now. He's with the Bucks, But could this entire messy situation have been avoided? Could there have been something done with Belichick, Kraft, Brady that have could have avoided, could have made Brady come back to the Patriots this year on a one, two, three-year deal? Mike, what do you think? We'll start with you. Could this situation just have been avoided? It's tough to really say if it can be avoided because I personally feel like in the way it's perceived is that, like, especially, you know, hearing reports that since 2007 and, you know, 
Belichick wanted to keep Garoppolo around and trip, ship Brady out. It makes it seem as if, like, there was kind of a lot of tiptoeing and, you know, behind-the-back conversations going around. Like, possibly Belichick wasn't up front with Brady about wanting to, the fu- wanting what the future to look like. Uh, with that being said, whether Brady, or Belichick was up front with Brady or not up front, Belichick had in his mind that he possibly possibly wanted to move towards the future with Garoppolo. So I don't think that necessarily changes anything if Brady knew from Belichick first and foremost. The still idea there is that they're moving on or there's an idea of moving on without you. If anything, to just kind of keep Brady happy over the last couple of seasons, because in my opinion, I think Brady was also unhappy with the fact that the team didn't do as much as possible in terms of weapon-wise uh, for the roster. You know, you have Brady the next two seasons on your team. You know, I've always said it. The best way to keep a player like Brady happy is give him the weapons uh, that he's probably looking for on the team. So I think that's maybe the best way to probably put the Band-Aid on the situation. But in terms of avoiding it altogether, I think once it was common knowledge and no knowledge that Brady, I mean, sorry, Belichick was looking to go in a different direction, the wound was already open right there. So it was just a matter of what can they possibly do with the time they had left. Uh, and we saw how it all unfolded this offseason. Right. And there were just this thing was building up, guys. This thing's been building up for a couple of seasons. And like, in my opinion, I think that this ended and I think Brady had a good idea. He might not have known, but he had a good idea that this was his last year in New England when he oh, yeah. almost left Patriots training camp last year until the Patriots gave him a reworked contract Until the Patriots took out that franchise tag option for this upcoming season in the deal. I think it was right there with Tom Brady knew that he again probably knew that he was going to be out of New England in the following season. All right, Marv, what do you think? Could this situation have been avoided? You got to remember, guys, this is a 20-year relationship. It's a stale I've marriage. Never, I've never been in a 20-year relationship. And when you're in a long relationship, this hard, it's hard to just pinpoint at one thing. When, Like you just said, Nick, things just build up. It builds up over time. It's been a and- long time coming then even something minuscule starts to get blown up in your mind because everything just builds up. You, we all know that working with Bill Belichick is not easy. He's been with Brady. He's been with Brady for 20 years. That's a long time. And then Mike brought up the Garoppolo situation. I think that was it. That was the final nail right there with San Francisco calling for Garoppolo and Bill Belichick like, yeah, Garoppolo's cool, but what about this guy Tom Brady we got <laughs> over here? <laughs> once once Brady heard about that, I think it was all said and done. He knew what he was going to do. He started doing the, the LeBron James contracts where he was just doing one year, one year, one year over here until he was ready to finally be out. And there was really nothing you can do about that. No one is going to blame Bill Belichick for trying to move on to the future after 16, 17 years with your quarterback. I mean, every GM would try to do that. So it was going to happen. 20 years is a long time. All you can do is just celebrate the 20 years that you had with, with the team and then move on from there. Yeah, and it's not like uh, like 20 years, like you said, it's, it's a long time. <laughs> Imagine being 20 years with Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not a guy who's like, who sometimes is happy-go-lucky. It's Bill Belichick, just the king of doom, the king of gloom. It's It's got to be tough. I mean, him and Brady are just two totally different people. So eventually, like, that relationship is going to sour, and it did sour. Like, I think I think a lot of it does come down to the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, too. I think I think once 
Brady knew that Bill was ready right then and there to kick Tom to the curb. He was so ready to do it. He was ready to bring in the next guy in Jimmy Garoppolo, but that obviously didn't happen. And I think Tom's thing is he wants to be appreciated. And Giselle even said it in Tom versus Time. I have the quote right here. She said, so this is Giselle, Tom versus Time. He tells me I love it so much, and I just want to go to work and feel appreciated and have fun. And we know that's not Bill Belichick's MO. We know that's not what Bill Belichick does. Bill Belichick is not going to pat you on the ass and say, hey, good job there, great job. Oh, you're my favorite. I love you so much. He's not going to do that, regardless of who you are. And, and Bill stuck with that philosophy. He sees every guy the same, honestly. Exactly. And that's, that's literally what it is. Whether it's Brady or you know whoever dummy on the team, he sees everybody the same. And as much as we could probably look at it, it's like, wow, damn, how are you not going to give Brady the love and admiration he deserves? At the same time, you can say, well, the mindset that Belichick has – Led them to success that they've had all these years. But I do have a question for you guys. If the Patriots were able to make it to the Super Bowl this past season, win or lose, whatever the case may be, they got through you know, the AFC and made it to the Super Bowl and possibly won or just made the appearance, would the offseason have played out any differently, in your opinion, guys? No. The writing's been on the wall. Brady yeah, was Yeah, I think they were ready. Brady, Brady, Brady was going to. Trophy wouldn't mean anything. He'd still be gone. Brady would be gone. I think because with the after the Garoppolo thing, what happened? Patriots went to two Super Bowls. <laughs> they went against the Eagles and they went against the Los Angeles Rams. Brady was always going to leave, no matter what. Even with the Super Bowls, I think this was this was going to be over. Yeah, in 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 I mean, you look back at things like the like Deflategate, like that's that's something right there where it kind of showed, or at least to Brady. It showed that the Patriots weren't fully there for Tom, which Tom obviously wants. Right. Again, go back to that Giselle quote. He, he just wanted to feel appreciated. He wanted to have fun, which have fun. I get it. It's 20 whatever years, 20 years now in the, in the same career. You want to have fun. But you're, you've been with this organization for a while. You know what this organization's about. It's not about that. So it's, so that that right there, the writing on the wall, it's, it's time to move on if that's what you want out of this relationship. And Kraft and Bill during Deflategate, to bring it back to that, they didn't have his back there. Not at they all. They let Tom hang out too dry. That's and that was, I guarantee you, a big pivotal factor in this relationship souring the way that it did. It, at first, they were trying to have his back. But then once the league put pressure on the team and organization, they couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, tired. they were like, all right, all right, you know what? Fine, <laughs> fine. Maybe he did it. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're he, not the quarterback. Much said, hey, ask the quarterback. We have nothing to do with this. And like, it's just, it's things like that. And like, Marv, go back to what you said. It's just little things there and here and there. And then eventually everything blows up. I guarantee that was a big thing. And then Belichick just giving his, Belichick proved that he did not trust in Tom and his philosophy is long-term plans. He proved over these past couple seasons with these contracts that he did not trust Tom Brady for the next two or three seasons. And Tom obviously wanted that trust. This was ready to go. It was going to happen regardless of what happened. I mean, Mike, go back to the Super Bowl. Like you said, if they made it to the Super Bowl, they win the Super Bowl. If Brady wins MVP, if they hug it out, they have some big quote after the game, whatever. I think it was done regardless. Yeah. yeah. And, and trust me, Brady would have wanted it to be that way. Win a Super Bowl yeah. and then and then leave. His last throw with New England is a pick six. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Yikes. All right, guys, that was another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino. We're going to be back next week with a new set of topics. Honestly, might be Tom Brady related. 
Who knows? Probably will be. We're all stuck inside for right now, so we got a lot of time to talk to each other. Nick Qualia, Marzan, Mike Molino. Guys, we'll be back next week. Thanks for watching.